Hello, everybody. Um, my name is Victor. Welcome to another episode of Breaking Free. I'm super excited. Um, since our last episode, I've literally been looking forward to talking to you guys or to speaking to you all. And today, we are talking about a very interesting topic. Um, today, today's topic is breaking free from lust. And with me, aside the Holy Spirit, is our dear beloved sister, Emmy. Emmy, say hi to everybody. Hello, everyone. It's great to be here again. How have you been there? How have you been? Yeah, I've been good. Been good. And you? I've been, I've been okay. Just stress That's here, but it's been it's been wonderful so far. That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so before we proceed, let's just say a short prayer. Emmy, can you do us the privilege of saying a short prayer for us? Okay. I'm also I God who want to thank you for another opportunity to be a blessing to life out there. We ask God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, that you join us in today's podcast, Lord. And that every ear that's going to hear your words today, that's going to listen to today's talk, will be blessed beyond measure in the name of Jesus. Amen. Heavenly Father, that this will be a seed of greatness in the lives of people out there. It will be a seed of deliverance, the life of people out there in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Uh So like I said, today we'll be talking about breaking free from lust and um, my guest today emmy the video driving this so emmy okay i'm actually not a guest <laughs> yeah you're my actually, you're yeah you're my apologies for that yeah oh good oh good yeah so lost 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 a very interesting topic i, I must say Right. Uh-huh. Uh, I I if we if you check the dictionary meaning for what lust is, um, it says it is a strong sexual desire, um, or appetite or longing for the opposite sex. Right. Uh, I think according to the Bible, right. Um, sorry, yes, yes. According to the Bible, it's it's sort of defined as a disordered desire for sexual pleasure where sexual pleasure is sought for itself isolated from its proactive and unitive purpose um sexual desire itself is good but when considered when when considered outside the purpose that god created it for it becomes bad Uh you, you have the flow please take us through how we break, we can break through from last. Thank you very much. All right, so yeah, the definition I have here, lost, it is a strong desire. I just, I, lost can actually be um, in terms of, um, okay, we can look at it in the um, the sexual aspect, and we can also look at it in you know material aspects. At times, we lost after a particular thing. You want you desire something for yourself, but it's 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 not it's not you know so beyond human, right? You can actually lust after a thing. Okay, so that mm-hmm. brings my, um this definition right now. The definition says that 
Loss is a strong desire to possess something when it is unethical or impossible. So that is, you actually, you it's it's a very intense, you know, wanting for something, desire to possess. You have something to yourself, right? And you know that okay, having that thing is not is is not right according to the laws of the society. Is not godly, mm-hmm. and it's even perhaps impossible to have. But then you stop stop to wanting to have that thing to yourself. So yeah. that's the definition of lust from my own end here. And um, you know, at times we wonder why lust, why lust, why do we, why do we lust after a thing? Why? What? what how, how does? How, like, what exactly causes lust? Because of course we know that there is love, there is lust, and there's a thin line between the two. At times yeah. you, might, you might think, okay. You, you, you actually love this thing. You, you have the best interest at that, that thing. But then, because what you want is actually unethical, it is not right. Anything that is not right, like you're saying that is not love, is not right. And it's actually what you're not even supposed to think of having, but then you you, you, you just want it. Right. And it's even feeling you want it yourself. You just desire, you don't care how, 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 what you do, you know, or how it comes, you just want that thing. Then it, it it is lost, it is lost. So that makes me to understand that lust itself has to do with selfish motives. So it comes from selfish motives. And you know, you're wondering, okay, what causes lust? Or why lust? How does lust come to be another? So it comes from selfish motive. You know, when your desire is not is no longer such that would bring would would bring um you know uh would would do another person good would bring good ideas to somebody else, but all, all you're looking at is yourself, to satisfy yourself at that moment, then it is lost, okay? And that's, that's driven from a selfish motive, right? And also, we can also see it as um, uh, in, in, in the aspect of habit as well. Sometimes when you, you, you are you're stuck with something, you, you, you've been around somebody for so long, right? So it becomes habitual to you, you just, you are always around that thing. So it has become a part of you. So when that habit is not controlled, when the habit is controlled, then it becomes lost. For instance, now, um, you, you, you're a guy and you have friends out and uh, you, you've been around maybe uh, a particular female friend for a very long time, perhaps you grew up together and as you see yourself spending time around her. If you are unable to to discipline you, you can find out that, you know, it can actually be love. You, you love a person, right? That love is, is a natural thing and it's not a sin. But then when you are unable to go to the person and tell the person, okay, I love this person and all that, and it has been held secretly, and perhaps now it doesn't mistake that the person is already engaged, about to get married, or you know that, okay, perhaps the person is even married, but then you desire the person and you start having you know secrets about the person that oh i just i, I just want to have this person blah 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 you know you start having that so it's like it's so that's that's the aspect of uncontrolled habits now because you've been around that particular thing for so long yeah. and then yeah. you're unable to to um to 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 know the limits to draw a clear boundary right lost yeah. can come from there for example now you, you see some some father 
who have um, little girls, right? And they've been taking care of that little child for a very long time. It, the, 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 it gets to a stage where they are supposed to let the girl begin taking care of, uh, of herself and know that, okay, she's growing up, right? But then some fathers would, you know, continue being around her and the rest. And if they are unable to control this, they find themselves lost in after that particular girl. So you can see that it, it, it's because they were unable to, uh, to, to draw the boundaries and get to know that, okay, this is not right. And all that, okay, this child has grown. Let me step aside. Let me let her take care of herself. I should even begin to tell her that, baby girl, when you're dressing up, close the door, blah, 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 you are grown and the rest. But they are unable to draw the boundary at, at that point in time. So they begin to lose after the child. And it's, they know that it is unethical. Able to control themselves. If you see fathers raping their, their, their daughter, you see a lot of things happen, uh, happening all around there. Another example is a, a mother of God, for instance, who has a lot of girls around around him. You know, he's used to having them around him. They come, oh, blah, 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 blah. And he's unable to draw the boundary, right? He's able to draw the boundary and he allows certain things to, to go and he feels that, oh, it's not a big deal, or blah, 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 you know, things like that. At a point, he begins to lost after that particular fellow. And why? It's because he was unable to control the habit he has, he has grown to, you know, to develop. He was unable to, to draw a clear boundary that, okay, this is it. This is where it stops. I should know that I shouldn't cross from here to here and all that. So loss comes from there. So loss can actually come from anything. It can, it can develop. Loss is always subtle. If I, I drafted something uh, uh, before we started this this podcast and it's uh because i saw that at times you we get to confuse um love with lust but there's a mm -hmm. clear difference between the two for example love is genuine right but then lust looks genuine lust looks genuine it seems genuine but then it is not genuine right so it actually it has a very subtle nature other aspect is love you know is not necessarily for a particular reason Love doesn't come, doesn't have to come from a particular reason. But then, lost, there is always a treasure, right? There's always a treasure. There's always something that you're looking at and you want to get. Love is total and complete, absolute. But then, lost has to do with a particular thing. There is something drawing you to that particular fellow, something drawing you to that particular thing. There's something you are after. There's a particular thing you're after. Hi, Tolu, I can see you're here. It's great to have you here. Guys, we have a council in the house. Hi, can you see how I continue? Yeah, good morning. Good morning. No, I'm, I'm good. Can, can go ahead. I think I'll just join. All right, that's great. So, we're talking about the difference between love and lust, right? Mm -hmm. So, another aspect of uh, another difference between the two is love is sacrificial, love weights, love weights, and, and it's because it is genuine, it weights, it stays, it keeps calm, but lust is not sacrificial. It is impatient. It, it is impatient. It, it is wild. It is impatient. You just want to have a particular thing. You can't restrain yourself. You are not dis putting discipline to it. You're not lost. It's, all, it's mostly about uh, you not being able to discipline yourself. You not being able to draw the line between between the right and the wrong, right? And then love is enduring. But then lust is quick to fade away. It comes and it goes. It goes. It comes. It goes. Once you've had whatever you want to have, it goes away. Love is enjoying, like I said. It's, it remains. It's, the feeling remains. It remains. But then lust can, can become hateful, right? 
it can turn it it, it it can really what you think that okay is pleasing to you satisfy you at that moment it can change in, in, immediately to to a hateful feeling you, you find out that okay what you thought you love you don't even love it and that's why you see some people out there killing as a result of lust right because they've they've had the, the whatever they want to have and the next thing is just to kill the person kill the person off so they don't care that thing was never a treasure to them at the first place because it was a, it was a, a treasure to them they would not have tried to get it even though it was unethical to do so and it was it was really it was really out of out, uh, out of their reach right they would have put discipline to it so there are different there are different aspects to to lust and we have to be very careful about it we have to be careful enough to to understand that okay this is love and then this is lust i'd like to hear from you um Victor, concerning this, you have something to say about loss, perhaps yeah. a, a personal example you'd like to share before we carry on. Um, so yeah, like you said, there, 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 um, loss exists in, in multiple forms, right? There's the loss of the flesh, and there's also the loss of the eyes. Mm, yeah. So, so, um, and like you clearly stated, right? Lost, lost. Um, I feel like um, it comes from a place of selfish desires, right? So when 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 you want something, when you have this ungodly desire for something, that it starts, it starts, um, it starts. When I say it, it starts controlling, it starts making you seem as if you're obsessed. You're practically lusting for something. So loss can literally lead to obsession, right? And yeah. it, it's been there. It's been there. Like, there's nobody that will tell me that, that they can't, um, they can't, that they can't lust for something. It's just that we have to um, build, build, build principles so that we don't end up lusting after things. So for an example, um, let's say the lust of the eye. There are certain things that you see that naturally you like them, right? Mm-hmm. But if you start, if you start having that ungodly desire, like start craving it for no reason or for of or, or for no good cause, it starts graduating into lust, right? So, 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 for an example, yeah, you like a car, right? You say, oh, this car is nice, right? And instead of it to be praying to God and Start working your way on how to get the car. The boat. But then you just think, ah, this car, this car, this car, I must get it. This car, this car, this car, I must get it. And you're more than willing to do anything, right, to get that car, regardless of the of the moral compass. You're, you're, you're more than willing to do anything. It has graduated from just wanting or desiring something to, to lust in after it. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there, are, there, are, um, there are several causes of loss, right? Uh, I don't even want to share share more light. I would just see some some of some that I that I read about um, some causes of loss. Um, so one of them is, um, let's say, lack of obedience. Right. So let me use use the example of Adam and Eve, right? When the devil came to tempt Eve with the apple, God had given 
system a um a, a rule like an order do not eat this particular fruit she was not even supposed to even look at it in the first place you understand mm-hmm. she was not supposed to even pay attention to it because the 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 law that was given to them was do not eat right so when the devil came and devil was trying to cajole her and she started looking the more she looked, the more appealing the fruits became. But the, the other was, do not look. So the moment the devil asked her, she should have just turned the other way and flee. Right? But because she lacked obedience at that particular time, mm. because she, she, she failed to yield to the word of God at that particular time, she fell. Because the more she was looking, the, the, the funny thing about lust is, it's not the first time you desire that and they actually fall for it or it, or, or it, or it becomes lost. That's the truth. It's not the first time you desire something that it becomes lost. But when you, you're constantly um, thinking about it, desiring it, desire, it starts graduating into loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one of the... The lack of discipline, right? Mm-hmm. A, a, a lot of people, like this generation now, everything, everything goes for... for Everybody, nobody really wants to take the, the, the hard approach. Everybody's looking for an easier way out because a lot of us lack discipline. The truth is when, yeah. when A is A, A should be A, you shouldn't come and start finding A points B. But a lot of yeah. us lack discipline and that's why we, we fall for loss because the Bible clearly states it stands against loss, right? And against fornication and against um, um, idolization, right? But then some of us, because of our selfish desires, of our selfish need, we want to find a way to bend the rules just to please us. Because we're not disciplined enough to adhere to the rules. We want to find a way to bend the rules so that it benefits us. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, I totally get that. I, I'd like to hear from um, from T, from Tolu about this. So I wanted to just say a few things before we move on. Because we have quite a lot to discuss here. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad to hear... Um talking about uh, discipline discipline is actually a whole lot you know i think i i want i want to share an experience now i had um, i had a client who, who told me she has this unsatiable quest test for sex yeah. and, I asked, and i asked her and i said okay what what happens okay and i, and I said, okay let's 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 go into can you project louder so, so we can okay, uh, yeah. the so, audience okay we can you hear me clearly now yeah just project okay. a little bit louder yeah so thank you very much so, um, so I had this client who, who, who told me she has this unstatable quest for, for sex. And I was like, okay, you were not born this way. I'm down, I'm sure sure about. So is there anything that triggers this particular um, uh, reaction in your body? And then she described. So what I'm just important is that sometimes it takes discipline. At the end of the day, if you see something once and you, you know, your, this thing registers on your mind. If you can, as, as discipline enough to look away that first time, there's every chance that you don't know about a particular thing. But once you start looking again, once you start seeing it again, you know, and then it becomes a problem. And then you are having time, having trouble controlling what it is that you are seeing. You know? Uh, okay, for instance, now, I- I'm talking about the loss of the eyes now. Loss of the eyes, of course, when we see something that incites covetousness, you just want to get it. It's not yours. Jealousy, for instance. Sexual loss. Mm-hmm. Like that then there's pride. That for their own good, arrogance, self-promotion, you know, yeah. and greed. 
So those are the things I feel like, you know, we need to just watch, you know, there's, there's, okay, I'm talking about types of loss now. There's loss for addictive, addictive substances. You know, you just want to, like I said the other day, when we talk about addiction, you just want to feel in some certain way. And then you feel like, oh, this is what you want to do. Let's talk about the one that, the one that is actually killing our youth these days. It's loss of pornography. Because you've already registered so much on your mind. You feel like it's a norm. I'm not committing sin. I'm not doing anything bad. I'm just watching a uh, home video, whatever. But, but at the end of the day, you are getting lost with these things. And it registers yes. on your mind and it becomes a part of you. Loss for power, for instance. Now look at our politicians. Look at mm. the kind of, look at the kind of hardship they made us, they make us go to. Look at the kind of uh, things, terrible things that they do just to get to that particular point. We, we also don't, we don't forget the fact that there is loss for food at, 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 at the end. There's gluttony. You mm-hmm. just want to eat. Loss for money, greed. You want to do more than others. You want to earn more than others are earning. And these things, and then, you know, it's, it's just wide, very wide. We just need to understand that most of these things are actually psychological. When you are lost in our something, it's, it's, it's in your mind. And then we need to yeah. know that loss is extremely dangerous and could be harmful because at the end of the day, if you are not getting that thing you are lost in about, like you said earlier, it turns to hatred, and then you are going after it to do everything, and then you, and then there's this feeling like, oh, if I'm not getting it, nobody else is getting it. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank That's you fine. very much. I, I think I, I I totally agree with all you just all you just said. So I'm just going to be reading out a few case studies. Then I, I have um some particular case studies I really want us to focus on and elaborate and uh, elaborate on in this in this um discussion today. Right, so case studies, I've mentioned some the other time. You know, we have um, lost among siblings. For instance, now the story in the Bible, uh, in Second Samuel 13 from verse 2, the story of Tama, right? Right, you would see that the, the other guy was so, you know, he had this uncontrolled desire for his, his sister, his half-sister, and he did whatever he could do to have her. And at the end, you know, he, he ended up he, he ended up eating her and he ruined the, the life of the girl because you know daughters of kings were meant to be virgins, but then he had he had dishonored her and he threw her out of the house. So that was a very shameful thing. You can imagine. And beyond that, it happens today. We have so many we have so many stories. We have so many stories, you know. Apart from that, we also have um, uh, you know, lost among friends. I've mentioned that the other time. You have been with a particular friend for a long time, and then you you and you know that perhaps you didn't speak up on time. The the, the friend is already in a relationship or something, and you begin lost now, and you just want to have her, and you're ready to do anything possible just to have her momentarily. You are not after getting her forever, but momentarily you just want to have her. And also, we have lost among neighbors. You, you, we have um, older neighbors taking advantage of you know their neighbors' kids and the rest. And that's 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 a lot. We we hear about it a lot. The world out there, there's a particular case going on that is being heard about in Nigeria presently now of a particular man, right? That raped that um, you know took advantage of a little girl. So we have so many cases out there. Apart from that, we have um cases of um you know pastors and um uh, is um the, the, and some sisters in the church which I've mentioned the other time when he's unable to discipline himself, you know, he, he starts losting after them. We had an issue last year too that was heard. You know that took advantage of of their of their of of the, the girls even young ones in their in their church and that's terrible to hear. Also, we have the case of father, daughter, mother, and son. You know, so there's a lot going out there. The, um, cases I really want us to focus on and and discuss on today, and that's the aspect of I think I don't know if you guys heard saw the 
the uh, the video that was heard some times ago, particular video, and uh, uh, it it was about a particular girl who claimed to be a worker of a church, and then she she went for this um, TV program called BB Niger, you know, and she was saying that there was nothing she could not do to enter that uh, to enter that show and to ensure that she won the prize. I don't know if you guys heard about the story. I'm not sure I did. I'm not, sure. I'm not sure I did, but I think I, I think I had something similar, but I'm not sure I, I, I did. Okay. She was saying she she was even saying on air that after all, I'm not a virgin. There's no way I cannot do to be on this stage. That she was saying it. She was saying I'm I'm a worker in the church and all that. She was saying that after all, I'm a worker. As you mentioned, a particular church, a well-known church. I I just want us to reflect on that. I, do you think that that is lost? That's an issue of lust. I mean, do you think? Uh, the, the the for instance that the, that was a man manifestation of lust of the eyes or what what do you think because if she was willing to do anything to dishonor God to dishonor a temple just for a price I mean what what do you think of that guys I think that's for control you know mm. charge mm. and and you know we talk about we talk about lust and when it comes to addictions to alcohol or sexual lust people can repent from that because at the end of the day you feel so bad. The sin is so obvious, and then you are ashamed. You can easily let go of that. But when it comes to control, it's a terrible demon that people don't really let go of. I want to be in charge. I want to pick. I want to make my decisions. You are the kind of person that will say, once I say it, nobody can say anything to me. It's my decision anyway. You know, lost for control. I think what is happening to her is that she has that lost for control. She wants to be the one in charge, and she has lost for greed. She wants. Of course, she's going to that show to get something. So she's looking at that particular um, prize. And that's what she wants to get, and that's the greed. That's that's the mind that is psychologically working on her, and then it's so difficult to let go. And that's why she can confidently come and say, "Oh yes, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a worker in church, but then this is good. This is this is what I want, and this is what I'm going for." Hmm. Hmm. Um, would you like to say something, Victor? Yeah. So I would like to say that it's a clear example of lust, right? Um, lust of the um of of the eyes because obviously she wants she wants she wants to get hold of the money and she literally can't do anything like she has a very strong desire right mm. to experience what they're experiencing at at bb niger regardless of the fact that she will be sinning against her body she didn't mind mm. so for her she had so it, it, it's a mix of lust and and idolization so in her mind she has sort of placed an um, a higher reference to mm. uh, BBN, right? Mm. And also because of that um, higher reference, she's then lost in, like so bad that she could literally do anything just to get on mm. board. So it's a combination of um, lost majorly then um, idolization, right? Either to, satis to, to, to satisfy one need or to experience what they're experiencing. I totally agree with you. You know, we have people out there. We have people out there doing so many things. For instance, now, we have, you know, those who have been in Christ before, those, you know, who perhaps are singers uh, in the choir. And you have them, you know, jumping at the, the opportunity to, to, you know, to, 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 to get fame. Another moment. Okay, I think I think. Uh, okay, I think like, let me just let me just chip in with something. Now, for me, uh, I think I think at the, at the end of the day we need to understand uh, what the basis of relationship really is. At the end of the day, you ask yourself: Are you really mature enough to handle this situation? 
Because mm. I know the I've always been a dad that will tell you I'd rather prevent than cure. Because oftentimes mm. at the process of curing, you already the deed has been done. So there's that stigma mm-hmm. there. So why are you caring? Why can't you just prevent this from happening? So if you are not mature enough to handle a relationship, why are you going into it in the first place? So when you go into a relationship, okay, you are already there. Now, how do you prevent from things from happening? Because we are all human beings. We have flesh. We have, yeah. we have blood running through our, through, our, through, our, through our body. So, of course, look, even I want to give, I want to give you a reference here. You know, sex is not a need. It's a desire. Now, if you cannot deal with the desire, then you should not be there. The, see that you can you can express love without having to have sexual expression. Mm. I don't understand the concept of. I think I just feel, I just feel like as human beings we actually have more we have control over so many things than we than we think. And at the end of the day, if you are not careful in any relationship, you will lost after something. It is very yeah. very normal. So why don't you just understand the fact? Just find yourself, discover yourself, ask yourself if you are really ready to go into this. Can you undo this? So I don't know. Mm. Look, when I hear stuff, I think I've seen, I've heard scenarios where I asked a believer stuffs about these things, and then it, when, when I heard stuff, she was telling me, I was looking at her like, are you serious? These things happen, and you no, know, she, she was making me look as if it's a norm. Like, how can this be possible? You come to church and come and minister every Sunday and you do all these things and you should go back and do that. Like, how do you, how do, you do it? Like, how do you, you don't feel filthy. You don't feel like, oh, I've been used. You know, because she can't control it. And also, okay, have you, yeah. that means you, you're not mature enough to handle this particular relationship. That means you're not, you're not going, you're not going there yet. Until you get there, that is what you can do. Don't just do it because everybody, a lot of people are falling under peer pressure. True. Oh, my friend has this, my friend has this, so I, I must do it. You are not mentally capable of dealing with that with anything that comes with that now, then you don't need to go into it. And that's mm-hmm. my contribution for now. If I have anything else, I will just add up later. True. Okay. I I totally agree with everything um Tolu just said. So but for my my own addition would be for those that are that are in relationship and that that are practicing sexual purity, right? Uh, yeah. One there needs to be an understanding between both parties, right? Like they said, yeah. it, it to to tango, right? You can't you can't be you can't be in a relationship and you're practicing sexual purity and and your partner isn't aware or is not in in alignment or in agreement with you, right? It becomes very very difficult to keep up or to to abstain, right? Because it feels as if both of you are going to different directions. You understand? Yeah. So there needs to be an understanding from both parties, from both partners. Okay, that this is the goal. This is what we want to achieve, and we are sticking to it. So in those times where it feels as if the desires are overwhelming, one person is willing to pull the other person back and say, "No, no, 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 no. We are, we are, we are, we are taking this far." And the truth is, is weird. You. You're in love with somebody and listening, all your emotions are running everywhere. Like sometimes you, you will find it difficult to, to control. <laughs> those ones that are, that, are, that are quite emotional, right? Mm-hmm. You, you just find the emotions running everywhere, right? But if there's a, if there's an understanding, you can have had a discussion about this, right? And there's an agreement between both parties and you can have committed God into this, right? You find yourself abstaining. So when... 
when I say understanding, there should be clear, clear boundaries that shouldn't be crossed. Do you get? Yeah. Like very clear boundaries that shouldn't be crossed, not the, the blurry boundaries that are okay. Let's, okay, let's just try small today and just see. You no, know, we can control ourselves. Let's just try small. No, there should be a very clear boundary. Okay, that if 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 we indulge in this, it's going to lead it into this. So would not indulge in these activities. You understand? Yeah. Like like um um Tulu rightly said, they are they are several ways to express one's feeling than just sex. I feel like there are like a thousand and one ways to express one's feeling than, than, than sex. So you guys can love each other, do all of that, but still abstain, do it the right way. But yeah, I just have to understand you. So I just totally understand you. Let me come in here, okay? But uh, I want us to think beyond the um, sex, okay, the um, physical aspect. You know, I believe you all must have heard that, you know, talking about people in relationships, you don't even need to sleep with a man or a that the moment you think about it in your heart, you have the thought of it, you've seen. So that's the lust aspect. Now, you know, lust is not necessarily manifested. It's not necessarily manifested in a physical form. It's not necessarily something that, um, you know, that it's physical. So it can be a heart matter, something that goes on in your mind. So that's what I want us to talk about now. But what, what, what do you think about that? Of course, we all have okay. feelings. Humans have feelings. How do you control that? Your thoughts. You're, if you're literally with someone, you can find yourself thinking about so much about the person. Oh, when we eventually be together, when we stay together. Oh, after a wedding, you know, blah, blah, blah. Or you're just seeing the person. Wow. You know, several things that comes on in your mind. At times, that is, of course, you know, that is what leads to the the, the to um fornication, you know, when yeah. lost from this So it's not necessarily my manifested in physical, but your thoughts, how do you control it? That's what I want us yeah. to talk about. Can I, yeah, can I share can I share something now? Okay, okay. You can share. I want yeah, to I think you. yes, yes. I have I have some tips um that I used to work with and I would I still I still work with up to now, especially in a relationship, lost, cutting lost off. Now we need to uh, I, I used to say to people that you need to seek for love, not lost. Now, when you love someone, and for me, I always say one thing. I always use this example to my, uh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. I used to say that uh, in relationships, seek for love, not lust. Now, I used to give these instances to my younger ones that, look, a man, particularly a man that loves you, will understand if, if a man calls you all the time and then you say, oh, I'm busy, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and, and you give this funny feeling like, oh, good. I used to say that the person that genuinely cares about you will not disturb you. Will probably understand if I yes. So you seek for love. You don't you don't go after loss. You do things that you do out of the pleasures of your own mind. That oh, you want to please this person. Not things that you not not thinking about pleasing yourself. I think you need to understand that one part. And then you don't let the physical pleasures be the set of your relationship. You don't, like uh, what uh, already said. Now you don't allow physical things to happen. You should find a way to cut that off. Then you develop self-control. You understand the fact that, okay, there are tendencies that, oh, I may want to be around this person all the time. You know, I want to do this thing, but you need to understand how to practice self-control. Then you need to respect, like you said, discuss about it. Respect each other's body and need for privacy. I just spoke about that earlier. So understand the fact that, see, I always say one thing, that a person who doesn't understand what they call consent can never develop into a normal human being because you need to understand that you cannot just do stuff without other people's consent. Them. It doesn't make sense. 
Yes, I, I think we are almost out of time here. So I'd like to a bit from you before we wrap up on this. So, so, um, so yeah, I just want to share share an experience or yeah, an experience that happened to me. So this big time I was dating this very lovely sister, right? And um, one of us, one of our one of our strong suits, but I sort of complimented her beauty was the fact that she had um, a cute lips, right? And as human beings, right, I'm 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 someone that um, fancy that in ladies, right? And occasionally, right, the thought comes ah that this girl it would be nice to kiss this girl, look. but the thing is once that <laughs> once once that thought comes, I always I this is where discipline comes in. I always just cut it and say, ah, no, bro, now, nah, you, you can't be doing this now, half now. Like, I always talk to myself, bro, half hour, half hour. You can't, be, you can't be thinking like this now, half now. So once that thought comes, I always find a way to, because you notice that once you start entertaining thought like that, entertaining thought like that, it starts generating, like, it starts growing, it starts increasing, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to know that after cautioning myself one, two, three, four times, this the the thoughts stopped and i also prayed about that even if i, I need your help see baby see you don't give me sweet i think about this babe <laughs> do you understand so yeah after, after it happened one two three four times it stopped I, I i i stopped finding myself thinking about her in that light but the truth is mm. such things happen it's 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 okay especially when you like this person and they have traits that you actually like as a person right yeah. you find yourself thinking about this but you know the end goal right you you have to always caution yourself All right so uh thank you guys you guys have been really helpful from what i heard from Tolu, i think it was able to establish the fact that there's need for self-control and there's a need for you to really sit down and reflect what do i really want from this person is it just physical thing right so you need to really understand that okay i have a genuine love and if you have a genuine love you set boundaries right you set boundaries for yourself so that's really stuck to me and from what victor said yeah, aspect of self-control as well, and then you taking it in prayer to God. It's always important to really speak about it. If the person you are with is mature enough, you can actually have a proper discussion with the person. Okay, since if you, you, you only have a, a, a lifetime together, oh, I find myself doing this when you're around, thinking about this when you're around. Okay, and you begin to, if it's it, if it's the aspect of you guys being alone that has been causing that, you know that, okay, it seems for, for a while now we can't stay together alone. Maybe we just meet in open places, you know, and you are trying to find solutions together so i really want to touch the aspect of um, lost manifestations which I, I think we've been able to mention once in a while during the course of our discussion right lost manifestation lost sometimes is unspoken is unspoken doesn't need to be said you just uh, you you think about it yourself you're, you're not in the thoughts yourself right lost can be subtle it is very subtle subtle it's not such that it's it's obvious to people it's it's not such that you you yourself might not even be aware that okay this is this is lost right it can be very subtle then lost is always well when unattended it becomes well like the aspect of um of, uh the other guy in uh, second time i mentioned the other, the other time one of um david's son you know he had been lost in the feeling and he went to, to discuss it with with a wrong person right and because of that that won't give him the bad um, suggestion he used it and it became that was destructive so lost can be very well attend to it 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 takes its prey suddenly because that prey is aware of the situation right so the prey is taken down suddenly and then finally on lost one 
destructive. We've said that already. It is very destructive. So before we, we run out of time, I think we have about five minutes more of how to stop lust, which we've mentioned the other time. I'll take a few things from me and then I'd like um, Victor and um, Tolu to actually tell us something about this in, in um, perhaps in a minute, in a minute's time. All right, so um, lust, how to stop lust. You need to talk to somebody about it. I already, I already established the fact that if you're in a relationship, if your partner is mature enough, speak to the person. Okay, I have this thought when you're you work out a solution together, talk, or you speak to a counselor, but be careful. Be careful, don't go to a wrong counselor, someone that would you would end up messing things up for you. You need to, you need a uh, lot direction on that. You, you or something, a counselor, we have, we have, uh, we have, um, speak to people that you know that are mature enough and can really help you out. For young girls, speak to your mom, your, your parents, speak to them about it. Once you expose a sin, see you're on your way to, to breaking through. But when you keep it to yourself, it becomes it becomes it becomes wild. When you keep it to yourself, it becomes wild, right? Also, staying away from the person involved while you get treated, staying away from the person involved. Like I said, in, in the aspect of those when you speak to your partner about you can try to 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 stay away from each other for a while. You, you don't want to see for a while or perhaps right just for that moment, just for you to be able to overcome it. Because loss is a reality, whether we like it or not. It's a reality. It happens. It happens, right? And the final um, cure I think I'm, I'm going to recommend is speaking to the Holy Spirit, which um, Victor said the other time, speaking to the Holy Spirit. When you speak to the, the Holy Spirit, it helps you. It helps you set clear boundaries. When you're about to, to commit that particular sin, when you're about to do it again, it speaks to you. It tells you, oh, not again, don't do it, don't do it. It helps you out of it. So it comes to tell you at that time when you're about to fall, it reminds you that, no, you're not meant to do this. After all, the Bible says this, 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 and that, right? So that's it for me. I'd like to hear from you in, in a minute, Tolu, and then um, Victor would also say a minute before we round off. I, I would just, yeah, I would just leave some uh, visual tips that I normally give to my customers. And I think you need right. to be aware of boredom and stress. Mm. So at the end of the day, you need to understand that sometimes uh, there's a popular saying that um, an adult hand is the devil's workshop. So get yourself yeah. busy. Stop doing things that will distract you. Then you need to realize that lust is an absolute substitute for love. It means that it's just the opposite. And mm. then consider the consequences. Consider consequences that may happen if you actually go through with your lust. And then you avoid tempting situations. Don't find yourself in compromises areas where you cannot avoid. You need to avoid... You need to use social media with caution. There's a lot of things with social media these days that are very, very, very bad and addictive. Very, very bad. And then, yeah, so you need to understand that you can't sit around those particular And then you need to question your intent. You're, you're looking at something. What exactly is your intent? What would you gain from it? You know? Mm. And then, on a, yes, and you, like you said the other time, you need to pray consistently. You need to pray because these things are not just physical. You need to deal with it in the, in the place of the spirit. Now, you choose your friends wisely. Show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are. You, know, you need to understand the kind of people you are working with. You need to keep high standard mm. and redirect your passion. If you have, you know, there's so much passion in you that you want to go for it. I don't go and focus on doing something else that will, that will distract you more. Thank you very much, Tolu. Yes. So, yeah. Thank you, so Tolu. From... Come in a minute. Yes. Yeah, so, from myself, um, 
So there, how, how, how do one overcome? How do one break free from loss? First of all, I would say um, we should look for, we should test for more. Like you should look for a deeper, seek for a deeper relationship or test. So, so I feel like if you have a deeper understanding, right, of your relationship with God, you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to do certain things that would contra, contravene that. So for an example, myself, right, I, I see I, I see my relationship with God as dating. And as mm. if I'm dating somebody, I wouldn't want to cheat on this person. Do you understand? Mm. I, I, I try as much as um, humanly possible not to cheat on this person. I'm, I'm, I'm like that. I hardly cheat. In, I don't cheat in my relationship, right? So I'm like that. So I, I see my relationship with God as a relationship, like an actual dating relationship that I'm, that I'm, I'm I say I love, I love God. Why would I want to do things that would hurt his feelings, right? So seek mm. one for a deeper meaning, meaning in your relationship with God. Seek for like a deeper meaning, so that can can serve as as a a, a callback whenever your thoughts are going astray, right? Then also yeah. have clear boundaries, right? Have clear boundaries. There are certain things that certain um some some ladies shouldn't be doing because of their weak emotional state. But yet they indulge in those things. That's a people that would do it and they would go scot free and they and they wouldn't fall for the sin of loss. But you should know your strength as an individual. And from your strength and your weakness, set clear boundaries that see, for me to grow as a believer, I shouldn't indulge in certain things. I shouldn't do certain things, right? And as I just setting it, I hand to those um, boundaries that you've set for yourself or those guidelines that you've set for yourself. And I think okay. uh, uh, to that said the rest you have to pray you have to always continue to communicate and yeah. to God. pray to him there's nothing he cannot do really mm, that that's great that's great to hear right so guys um i have just one more, more one more thing from me right before we pray i just want to encourage you lost 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 is not the end of the world if you're going through one lost secret loss or whatever and yours has grown into a wildfire some could commit suicide out of love some even some commit murder out of love, and several other things happens just out of lust, rather. So many things happens out of lust, right? But it's it, you're, it, you're not you're not too you you your case is still redeemable, right? So don't think that uh, perhaps you cannot be saved, perhaps you cannot be brought out of it. Nothing is impossible with God, right? So just take it to God in prayer, and we're gonna pray about this right now. I'm gonna commit everyone out there, my dear, um, lost. One, um, uh, one, uh, lost or the other who has you know done one thing, or perhaps yours has even manifest, manifested in, in, in a way that you think, um, it's, it's beyond, beyond, right? I just want to pray for you out there that indeed the Lord will bring to every issue that you're going on, that you, you're, that you're going through in the name of Jesus. I pray indeed that the Spirit of the Lord would breathe upon you and that there will be solution to those issues in the name of Jesus Christ. Also, I'd like to encourage you, for those who are yet to know God, that God is the way. God is the way. Jesus is the way. He is the way. He saves. He saves. He saves. All you need to do is to open your mouth and ask him to come into your life, to step into your situations and to bring you out of whatever miracle, whatever mess you are in, right? So all you need to do is to speak to God about it. And once it steps in, 
light comes in and darkness has to leave. It helps you out. It brings you out of your mess. It washes you. It makes you pure. I turn around for good. Your life is turned around for good. So I pray for you that there will be solution for you in the name of Jesus Christ. That indeed you will not be drowned in that lustful desire in the name of Jesus. That the Lord of us indeed would show you mercy. He would show you mercy and you would come out victorious in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, afraid. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. For listening to us. We are so glad to have um, brought this to you today. And we believe that these words would become in you and it will, it will germinate to something great in the name of Jesus. And we also want to encourage you to please share this with, with friends, with, with your neighbors, with people out there. And don't hesitate to reach out to us in case you have questions or a particular case you want us to speak about. So that's it from me. See you next time on another episode of Breaking Free. Can we hear yeah. from the rest of us together? See you Bye, next guys. time on another episode of Breaking Free. Bye. 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 I'm no
calls me above and not beneath. He calls me a lender and not a borrower. I know who I am. And so because of that, I don't have to walk in fear. I walk in faith. If you're walking in faith, shout hallelujah to Jesus.